gentlemen we are sitting in the goddamn <laughs> dissect podcast studio lambert's trying to get joe's food joe was eating joe just turn i'll just turn your mic off and you can eat you can continue eating no i'm good you're good yeah you got enough meat and cheese and that's okay. rice joe offered is that tabbouleh what is that it's a little uh orzo i think you get a, quinoa you, you can get closer to the microphone now that you're not eating it's quinoa man you mean the high protein grain that makes everything in life much better? So much better. Unless so, you were me this morning when I had Tourette syndrome on the way over to your I house. don't believe that was a fault of the quinoa. <laughs> That's exactly that how a, I act when somebody serves me quinoa. <laughs> so I can't say that for sure. <laughs> so we are in the podcast studio. You've already heard from Joe, who's a frequent guest. Um, I, I don't, I think he's, well, we already made the joke about him not living here, but leaving here. <laughs> I mean, leaving stuff here, excuse me, <laughs> coming back all the time. But we are fortunate that, not to say that your presence, Joe, is unfortunate. We are fortunate to have Berkey here with us today because um, he came out to help us teach some shit on Saturday. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Te- if you. Please teach us how to teach things. <laughs> exactly. And of course, Michael's here and Lambert's here and. Um, my mouth is here, yeah. Fill, filling it periodically with some kind of, br- what do you call it, brown beer, Joe? It's brown beer. Brown beer. Oh, oatmeal. Yeah. Oatmeal. Oatmeal. Right. Stout. <laughs> I, we need some kind of, like that, that seems like a, that's a Joe's version of cereal. I mean, Lambert has his own version of cereal. We call it doggo cereal because we give him his kibble and then we put bone broth on it. And he gets really excited about that. And you just got really excited over that. So there's like the equivalent for Joe cereal, which is like meat and grain and beer. <laughs> it, <laughs> That's the broth. This is beer. Beer broth. Beer broth. Mm. How Interesting I, combination. I might have to try now. You might. I mean, oatmeal stout on oatmeal might, might be a tasty late night snack if you were. Do you know what'd be you know, awesome if all the meat food trucks were? It'd be closed. a little bit better <laughs> if you got rid of the oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> so just stout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Because <laughs> as we were just discussing, yeah. nobody really likes oatmeal. No, it's all the stuff you put in the oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oatmeal itself is. <sighs> it's a it's a vessel for other delights. That you are too embarrassed to eat with your hands, like Nutella would be a good... Yeah, if the oatmeal's hot and you like stir that in, god damn. Well, I think that's little, what... Little heavy cream. We talk a lot about personal development and autonomy and spiritual development and enlightenment. And I think one of the most enlightened things that has ever happened to me is when I realized I don't need the rice cake. I can just put the fucking spoon in the jar of Nutella and eat it how God intended and if my tongue was longer <laughs> and stronger, yeah. I wouldn't. It could be like a workout protocol. I, I was in an airport somewhere in Europe, and I saw like the five kilo tub of Nutella, and I just thought I'd just like put my entire head into that at some point. Well, there was the delivery vehicle that um, 
when we first met, which was Nutella on the chocolate bar. That would be called the Joe, I believe. What kind of chocolate bar? Just a straight up milk chocolate bar? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't need to be fancy. I mean, you're going to cover it with fractionated palm kernel oil, and, like hazelnut and chocolate tasting type stuff. Well, it is healthy, right? Like it's energy when you need it. That's what the commercial said. That the well, it's got for. part it's of got a healthy nuts breakfast in it. Hazelnuts, and it's got chocolate, which is an antioxidant. And that fractionated palm kernel oil is ignore that just, <laughs> no but it, the cool thing about it, it's super slippery and you can just like you know it just goes down nice and easy yeah. later it'll help your blood not get slippery through your heart <laughs> <laughs> and that's our public service announcement for today with that out of the way let's talk shit about people okay so i did on on a related note you see how <laughs> haven't easy we that been is doing that me? all like, day you don't even need to enter into that I, yeah. I posted this thing and i thought it was a good topic uh, on my uh, my instagram story Oh, um, oh! So it's going to be up for another nineteen hours. Yeah, no one will actually see it. That <laughs> or here's this, but yeah, exactly. But that's besides the point because so there was two things. Asker Yukandru posted a really clever take on the it's the um, Daily Mail online headlines for the articles on nutrition. Oh, well, let me is, read a couple of them in a row. Awesome, yes. Mail online: Why eating breakfast can help you lose weight. People who do burn more calories being active in the morning than those who fast. Next one. Breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. Study finds no evidence eating in the morning boosts weight loss. Next one. Wait, these are from the same place. The same exact news outlet. <laughs> it's mail online from the Daily Mail. Yeah. Eating breakfast to lose weight may not help. It gets okay, so good. But it, when, when you go to the Daily Mail yeah. online, you read that first article that tricked you into going there. And then what you do is you go in the right-hand column where all of the gossip and bullshit is. <laughs> That's what happens to me when I go to the, read the <laughs> quote, Daily Mail. I never knew there was naked pictures of Ariana Grande out there. Wait, uh, M-A-I-L. Yeah, M A. You're thinking of something. Yeah, different. yeah, yeah. Okay, just so, Daily just, mail. so we're not toxically male yeah. up in here <laughs> yeah. yet. We're toxic. We're just we're fluid we just with I our don't <laughs> I just don't identify as. Here's the next one. Breakfast might not be the most important meal of the day. After all, scientists find it doesn't speed up the metabolism or aid weight loss. That next sounds one. like a, a, a like a repurposing of a previous article. There's a sudden <laughs> shift though. Is your healthy breakfast killing you? <laughs> From eating too late to opting for smoothies, expert reveals the hidden dangers lurking in your morning meal and what you need to swap them for. Avocado toast is the answer, as it has always been. Why skipping breakfast may not be bad for you, after all, but you should never eat just before bedtime. What? Should you eat breakfast? Does it really kickstart your metabolism, or will skipping it help you lose weight? Next one. Why breakfast isn't the most important meal of the day, according to a personal trainer who skips food every morning. Whoa. I'm so conflicted. and Well, no, I'm not, actually. Could breakfast actually be the worst meal for your health? New book debunks the idea that you should start the day with a feast. Why you should never skip breakfast. That shows why people who eat in the morning have a lower risk of diabetes and heart disease. Uh, next, skipping breakfast raises the chance of type 2 diabetes by a third, and starting the day with muesli is the best way to ward off deadly condition. What in the actual <laughs> fuck? <laughs> next one, breakfast could save your life. Next one, breakfast isn't the most important meal of the day. Skipping it or eating it won't make any difference to weight. 
Next one. Why we shouldn't eat three meals a day. Sticking rigidly to breakfast, lunch, and dinner may be damaging your health. So I shouldn't wait in line to eat breakfast. (laughs) Is pretty much what I'm getting right now. (laughs) No, because the next one clarifies all of these. Oh, okay. Don't skip breakfast. Official advice warns that missing out on a morning meal raises the risk of obesity, heart disease, and diabetes. Missing out on meals leads to weight gain. Totally, totally down with that. (laughs) I mean, unless you like triple up on lunch because you missed breakfast. So I don't have a a, a degree in political science. And this is, I'm drawing a big connection here. Okay. Just, yeah, we'll try to get to it. Um, I'll start and try to stay with you because I'm the person in the room that does have a degree in political science. So go ahead. Okay. So (laughs) how long did it take you to get that? Super long. Glacial. (laughs) Glacial. Glacial. I want to say like 28 years. Approximately. (laughs) (laughs) Just in time for global warming to start kicking in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, climate change. Um, Oh. What? (laughs) So uh, It was warm today. I don't know that much about politics, like legitimately. Like, I get the concepts. Okay. The big ones, right? Socialism, (laughs) communism, totalitarianism. National socialism. Yeah. A.K.A. Mussolini got hung upside down by his feet and they kicked him in the head. Yeah, I get that. I get okay. I get all of these concepts, the big the big things. <laughs> yeah. And I understand a little bit about economics. But when I see headlines in magazines and articles that are similar like they seem pretty sensational, I don't have the immediate response that I do to the visceral response that I have to nutritional sensational headlines. What I'm grasping here is like Although somebody reading that would be like, holy shit, really? No breakfast? And then the next day, they'd be like, okay, I'm eating. Bre- okay, now I'm not eating breakfast. Now I'm definitely eating breakfast. Now I'm eating not I'm eating muesli for sure because that's been established. But for lunch, not breakfast. Yeah, I skipped breakfast because that kills you. Yeah, but like, muesli was going to save me <laughs> if I eat it before noon. If I was... Uh, like so, 11.45. I have some compassion and empathy now for somebody that would read something like this over and it, it's obviously not back to back so you can't see the ridiculous nature of it but it makes me think about all the other things that i inherently don't know anything about and i'll admit i don't know anything about really anything so when i read other things and i i don't have alarm bells go off on my head now i get really scared now i'm like no <laughs> this can't be a thing because i've wait, seen it in the there's one- there's no well okay <laughs> there i'm just gonna wait before I react to this tweet that was sent, <laughs> allegedly, because I'm not on Twitter, but um, <laughs> until later when I'm told by a, another tweet that I probably won't read, um, something <laughs> which is not consistent with this particular one, despite the vehemence with which those keys must have been tapped in order to create these tweets. I mean, there is some fucking hate tweeting coming from DC. But is, is so is or, somebody who knows more about the political climate, maybe you're more informed. Is it the, are we just looking at bad journal? Are we looking at like a misinterpretation or most things that are sensationalized? I'm going to preempt this answer with the fact it took me 29 years to get this degree. <laughs> I was one shy. I was optimistic. And and in no way what I do now has anything to do with that degree. 
Nice. You were thinking of running for office. I know you were. I don't know the answer to that question, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just a thought. When I see these things come through, I I, I get a little bit more, I don't know. Do you feel a little bit more empathy for... For humanity. Like, I, I feel like, actually, they make a valid point. Like, all these things that are screaming at you to do a certain thing... And none of those things apparently work because they they contradict themselves in the next article. Like, what is the fucking point? Do you think? Do you think that there's like they have alarms set on their calendars? <laughs> like, okay, it's been a month since we said breakfast was good. It's time to see to publish something that says breakfast is bad, yeah. and that'll trigger the next alarm. Yeah, that goes off an, another month later. Flip the script, well, guys. Yeah. Well, I think the. The mistake is thinking that someone is trying to help you. <laughs> like the Daily Mail just wants to sell advertising, and Berkey nails it in the first fifteen minutes, and I guess we're done. Like, yeah. kind of, I was like, that was at like twelve thirty nine or something into the podcast, and I guess uh, could be the world's shortest podcast. But if we stop now, and people see it when it comes up on iTunes, it's like a twelve minute podcast or fifteen maybe. Because, you know, we'll talk some shit and it'll be really hard to, like, disengage from the conversation. So it'll be 15 minutes. That's not worth listening to. It's only 15 minutes. Nothing profound can happen in 15 minutes. No. Apparently something profound can really fucking happen in about 15 seconds. (laughs) How is that? That has to be it. Right? Like, so do you, Bricky, do you honestly... (laughs) Fuck, let's see if I can do this with a straight face. Do you... Seriously think that when people are perusing the media, um, that they believe that some of these sort of health and wellness nuggets of information are, are being broadcast for their benefit, for the, for their potential health benefit for the, for to like to help people. I, I think that with the questions people have brought to me, um, people bring magazines and bring these books and saying like, oh, this person said this. Like they're a doctor. They they publish something, so they must have facts. They must know what they're talking about. They took and, the Hippocratic oath. Well, and and they they bring it and they're just like, this isn't working. And just like, well, you already bought the book. Like, <laughs> it doesn't need to work. They got what they were looking for. Like the the book is not judged by that. Before the book came out, by the way, they already have examples of how powerful the book is. So all right. the marketing has been done. Yeah, yeah. Like look at all these body transformations, or look at all these. <laughs> I am no longer the most cynical one in the room. Yeah, because <laughs> Berkey just shot that straight as could or, be, and or I skeptical, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I I mean it's it's a publishing company. Like their job is to sell books. But I, and I but I get that part. What I don't get is how it's still believable because everybody kind of knows that everyone is in, inherently selfish. But when you talk to like a trainer or a doctor or anybody, usually the first thing that they claim because they want this, um, they they want the I guess it would be a cultural acceptance. Mm-hmm. Listen a, to it's me, an egalitarian. But feeling. it's a listen to me because yeah, because I want to yeah. help people. Like yeah. I became a doctor because I just want to help people. Oh, it's not egalitarian. You were talking about altruism is the word you were looking for, I believe. 
Well, egalitarian as in uh, f- trying to fit into a cultural sense of I am adding into the group. Like I'm doing my part for the group. Not I'm doing something special necessarily just for the pure benefit. Egalitarian as in like the group dynamic has equal, like I have to give something equally. In order to, you know, extract all the benefit from it. So most egalitarian <laughs> societies yeah. were, well, yeah, but most egalitarian <laughs> societies were equal input, equal output. And so it's a false premise. Wait, but where, when did those ever happen? <laughs> Native American cultures. That's a hypothetical, right? No, that really happened. Okay. I think there's some good cases. I mean, no, actually. no, I'm not denying that there were people here before we came. I'm not saying that. But they were egalitarian. And they, because... they were less than 30,000 people. I think there was one estimated to be close to a million. And they worked really well as long as they had they stuck by one rule. If somebody did not give as much as they took, they were put to death. Dig it. Yeah. That's a real egalitarian thing. It's not Can a, we end the podcast now? Yeah, it's not a... It, but people get that wrong about egalitarian societies, thinking that it was like this one love, peaceful thing. It's like... Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because if we could do that... Yeah, that'd be work. Imagine right? the number of Instagram... I mean, it'd just be like Instagram influencer executions. <laughs> Trolley Square. Friday night at seven. Cast your votes. <laughs> who gave the least who gave it well so yeah because that's just going to determine the order yeah but i want to know the method because we got your we got some boiling oil we got some some ropes we got um well if you've what ever else is if you've ever hashed, yeah, we got some pikes for people to ride down <laughs> if you've ever hashtagged fitzbo yeah then okay we definitely hang you with a red bungee cord like the one you put around your legs to get your butt big because then it'll no, bounce comically. No, 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 no. We just keep tightening the red bungee cord around your neck until you can, you, until you stop squeaking, and eventually your thumbs stop working. Ooh. And, and then, and then no one's butts will get as you know. Damage. Yeah. The 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 uh, I, I mean the. It's a weird. Sorry, idea. Joe. Go get me another beer. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm on a roll. Get your own beer. <laughs> the uh, no. Go get me another one of your beers. That's what I meant. <laughs> he's he's taking. We can put him to death. Apparently, by, by the old rules. Exactly the old rules. <laughs> yes, I want to choke on the length of this beer can. <laughs> I'm a snake. I'm going to hook my jaw. <laughs> For sure I can get this thing down there. I, I, I think that, I, I don't know, the realization that no one fucking helps you. Like, no one is out to help you. That most Everybody's out to help themselves. Even in, even in friendly small circles where we might go out of our way to actually help somebody, it's so that I can get that person to a level that they can eventually help me too. Yeah. That's... Well, the selfishness should pay off if it's ever, uh, and this this comes back to the subject like, that I, I wanted to kind of. But then you can use once you've helped them, you can use them as an example to sell your help to okay. others, <laughs> who you will also help, and then that sell the, more, and the, then eventually get a book deal, and pretty soon you're running for office. Did you just describe Jesus minus the office part? Well, he, he tried. He, he, you know, he got an he, awesome book deal. He was. <laughs> he's got an assist on office. <laughs> He's he definitely got a great book deal. Um, that fucking thing, you know. But the sad thing is, no profits because they give it away. Yeah, he was a nonprofit prophet. <laughs> I, 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 
I'm telling you. Joe, go get me another one of your beers. <laughs> this is only going to get better. <laughs> right up until it gets a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> if we could find the bottom of this one. Yeah. Uh, it it kind of comes down to, well, um, I've been thinking about being accused as a bridge burner lately. Oh, man. I haven't even seen the light. <laughs> normally when bridges I, go up in flames you can see it from somewhere across town but i don't disagree and it, it's only on the like yeah I, I i end a lot of relationships that are unuseful and because i'm selfish for sure well and narcissistic you think I don't know. They have a they have a questionnaire. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could figure that out. I could take that test. I yeah. think I would fail it. That's for sure a test I would fail. Because self deprecation usually doesn't go along well with narcissism. Yeah, it's like it's false self deprecation. It's sort of self deprecation as fishing. I think that's probably on is that the... like false humility. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's like the I help people thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, what do you no, do? no. 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 I'm no. No. False humility is. You know, I don't. I don't know that much, but I really, really have a deep desire inside to help others. So even if my knowledge is false, my I heart's think you should in the right eat place. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's my divine impulse to help people. The, the thing about doctors is interesting, too, because in one sense, there's the trade for social capital. Like, yeah. to be thought of as being mm. a giving person gives you leeway. Mm. Like... It's a, it's tactical, I think, For in sure. a lot of ways. It's really hard to, like, there was this uh, podcast called Dr. Death. Right. Um, where this guy who, super fucking, he was a neurosurgeon, I mean, bottom of his class and everything. Mm -hmm. And then somehow he squeaked through this really good school, I think because they just wanted to get him out of there. Um Give him a diploma and he'll leave. But he started, otherwise he's going to stay. <laughs> no one can decide whether he was like actively trying to hurt people, but he would do these really fucked up surgeries where he would like fuse a neck and he would leave stuff in there and he would fuse the wrong parts like almost purposefully. Like people would look at it later. Surgeons would look at it later and be like, this has to be a joke. No one in their <laughs> right mind thinks that the body goes together this way. Or that like they would cut, he would cut things for no mm -hmm. reason, and he would paralyze people on purpose. And so he like by the time I think they caught him, he had killed like a dozen people, and they were investigating him. On, but it took him years to even get him to stop because he was under the banner of a doctor. Mm -hmm. And so like, well, obviously he's of impeccable character because he paid for medical school. Right. Like, <laughs> he's of impeccable character because he did not default on his student loans. <laughs> exactly. So they have this big, long process where they try, like a bunch of concerned surgeons who saw his work and saw patients after him, wrote to the board, and they would basically ignore it. See, where's the Old Testament when you need it? <laughs> he, he was doing some Old Testament shit for sure. Yeah, but he was not getting it done to him. That was my point. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys complain? How's that working out for you? Oh, nothing's getting changed. How about a little direct action? <laughs> mm. I mean, it, just and hypo this case, hypo how, hypothetically. How hard is it to get, like, you know, not to the best medical school, but through it? Like, to get, how hard is it really? Like, I mean. I think, I think it's. It's a lot of work, sure. It's a lot of hours. Okay. But who has 
who so has fucking failed fuck ton of Adderall. Sure, uh, absolutely to do it efficiently. But I'm I'm trying to think of like what's the fail rate that isn't just time or a money issue where people how many people come to the final test or a test and just can't pass it like just like i can't fucking do it and they're like sorry no doctor for you you're too fucking stupid can i suggest becoming a chiropractor (laughs) 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 Uh, damn it that was good (laughs) so true yeah let me tell you about this theory that never really panned out after we thought that magnetism was healing people Uh, it's called subluxation we've proven that it's not a thing but we lobbied hard enough to keep our school open okay (laughs) (laughs) uh, but uh, back to the dark is that a thing like i don't know the numbers i'm asking a genuine question i have no idea one of the interesting things about chiropractors though that i did hear (laughs) was that um when compared to opioids they have a better uh, patient response as far as less pain than uh, in a study of just like um, metadata of using a chiropractor over opioids. Yeah, that more more people who see chiropractors regularly claim that they feel better than people who are prescribed opioids regularly. Yeah, that's because someone's touching them. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say someone and, and listening. They're, they're asking the people after the opioids are starting into withdrawal, and those people <laughs> feel like shit. But um, see, back this this would reinforce my point that the opiates are not strong enough. <laughs> because if you're getting relief from a charlatan, <laughs> or greater relief than you are from actual things that you know depress your nervous system. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the depressants are not. Fucking strong enough. That's a solid point. <laughs> I, I, that's interesting. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I highly encourage intravenous drug use. Is that for, how for that? Is that how void we are of human affection? Is I, that that how, that's how powerful. I think it is? a lot of people are. Think, Michael, Michael, Michael. Huh. Let's just go back to when you were hairdressing. Mm-hmm. Well, how many people's lives did you save just merely by touching them and pretending to be nice? I should have called myself a doctor for sure. For I was totally. Oh, these are the hands totally. that heal. These are the these are, and these these scissors are my scalpel. Well, that that was um, that was legitimately a thing that I noticed, kind of like offhandedly, because I didn't get in. I was never into people. Shocker! Like I, <laughs> I know most people are like I'm a people person, or like some people describe them that way, and I. I've never no, 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 no. The, the reason you get that. into hairdressing is because you love looking at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> I, I got really good at not looking at myself. Like I could okay. avoid ever seeing myself because I can look at somebody else through the mirror. You triangulate this conversation. Okay. Um, but I think that was a shocking thing that I noticed kind of up front was like. I wasn't really, saying you. No, as no, in no, you I, in yeah. particular. No, okay, I get cause. it. But I, I noticed immediately like um, – it doesn't really matter what I do. These people have no friends. Like they just want to have a conversation with somebody and they're willing to pay for it, which really is why like escort services and prostitution will never die out because it's not sexual with most people in prostitution. Actually, it's just companionship. Yeah. And that's the end of our podcast. (laughs) uh, 27 minutes in and uh, man, we have dropped so much knowledge. (laughs) 
and 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 granted, we should probably go a little bit longer because I have been interjecting useless information. Um, well, well, what have we covered so far? Don't believe doctors. Get a prostitute. Don't believe, don't believe, don't believe the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail. And no one is ever going to help you. Yeah, I think those are all solid things. If I could think of like when you try to, you know, what they describe as a philosophical life mm-hmm. is one one a person who tries to find truth. That's the only definition that kind of goes between all philosophies. And if we found out that you shouldn't listen to email nutrition, (laughs) daily mail nutrition, doctors are shockingly not that helpful and, or, well, can you just philanthropic? I was going to talk about a TV show that happens about 9 a.m. every morning, but um, but I won't do that. <laughs> I mean, just if you wanted to check up on some medical integrity. Well, he gives all his money to charity. Everything. Every last time. Really? No. Absolutely okay. not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Man, you almost had me. I was like, wow, that's super unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to be like... Pialidocious or whatever. <laughs> what I would like that Bezos thing where Bezos's uh, ex-wife is going to give half her money to charity and everybody's like, fuck yeah, that's what every billionaire should do. And this is like, this is the greatest thing ever. I just want it to turn later and be like, well, it was a charity that supported Al-Qaeda. Like she just funded a terrorist organization. And just have it be like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> Damn, but now they're holding, uh, what is that, 30... 30- 16 billion. 16 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man. It's going to be tough. Black market is mine. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I like those kind of switches. I've got nothing else. I'm done bitching about the world. (laughs) No, I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Joe, the one with political science degree, you know, he has not really commented on the world much yet. I think I commented enough this morning. (laughs) Well... (laughs) It was not that was unconstructive commentary, like because complaining about traffic lights and the desynchronization thereof in the hopes to slow people down, keep them from speeding through certain neighborhoods. That's not going to change anything. So You're just, bitching. I therefore say it's unconstructive. Yeah, it made me feel better. Doug, it didn't make me feel that great. I was just trying to. No, like, that was I, just the bike ride. No, no, no. It was before <laughs> it got hard, actually. <laughs> Fucker. Um, <laughs> I was more thinking of like, man, can we just like solve some shit? Apparently not. Uh, politically? <laughs> On bikes? No, never. No, no, no. No, with the traffic lights. Oh, oh. And the, I don't know. It just seems like timing. Joe, you should have ridden faster. It's true. It's true How would statement. you fix something like that? Let's say that there's a... Put in traffic circles. You're so European. <laughs> Have you seen? Can you imagine you, the carnage for like the first twelve years? <laughs> It'd be amazing. Of, like, so It'd be good. so amazing. It'd be like the best YouTube channel ever. Of like, everybody <laughs> thinks population control is complex. It's not. Just put in traffic circles. <laughs> totally. <laughs> everybody thinks the medical profession is dying. You know, ER visits are down. Shit like that, man. Traffic circles. <laughs> then, then I'll just bitch about people not using their turn signals. Opioid addiction. Traffic circles. traffic circles. This is what this still this still irks me every time because on the freeway we're driving. And People too weak to deadlift. Traffic circles. <laughs> there's, there's there's a sign with a little counter 
um, advertising emergency room care is, and the wait is only four or five minutes. And it's like, why the fuck do you have to advertise that? This comes back. This comes back to anything. You've that, mentioned this before, yeah. Right? Yeah. Why do? You, and I have another one. But I'm just, my my thing is like that all goes away yeah. if your emergency is serious enough. I'm about to like get, you go to the head of the line. Oh yeah. You know when yeah. you're like got arterial spray going all over the fucking waiting room. Yeah. There's like yeah, room three. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's a good point. Uh, to, no, totally, because they're just like, I'm going for an earache. Yeah, sorry, w- the wait is 17 minutes. But it was nine minutes when I saw the billboard. Th- this this not helps, serious enough, dude. Uh, or this is at least my thought towards arson, because we, we think like, hey, to how wait, do we... Towards arson? Our stuff. Our like, stuff, <laughs> <yeah>. okay. <laughs> right, like when I think about like, how do we tell people about our things, i.e., how do we market correctly? And we go, well, we're not going to ever advertise, because if my thought is, if you have to advertise something... It doesn't sell on its own merit. I.e., I'm getting to the point. You have to advertise military service. It's a sales pitch, which gets me real fucking skeptical about what we've told about this whole thing. And I got on a kind of a rant over Memorial Day because people who are not in service and have not served and have not sacrificed anything are like the first ones to usually pop up about flags and you know, the whole, the whole system. And I, I think it's, I had one guy email me because he saw what I posted about, you know, instead of taking the time to pick out a flag picture and a quote from a dead president, you should probably just sit and take a minute and think about, you know, sacrifice period. Not even, not even having anything to do with patriotic sense or national pride because all that stuff is inherently luck. Anyway, I'm, I'm not like, I didn't choose to be American. I was fucking born here is a roll of the dice. I was born arbitrarily on one side of an arbitrary border that somebody made hundreds of years ago. And so it's not, and then I'm now... What's wrong with Canada? <laughs> I, I just wasn't born in that part. Otherwise, I would be like, yay, go Canada. Like it would, it would just, celebrate Memorial Day on a different day. Yeah, yeah. right? Probably like Armistice Day. Or, so, so my question is like... I don't know. And this came up because this guy wrote his his father served in World War Two. It was a beautiful note that he wrote about how his father didn't do it for a border or country or a flag. He did it for the person next to him. And that that is, in sense, what you should carry from Memorial Day, not this advertised false patriotic bullshit where you're told, like, we have the greatest country in the world and you're supposed to fucking... And go to Best Buy. Yeah, and then go buy a TV that's to on make sale. it better. The lesson in war and like serving for a, a, a higher purpose, although that's you know oil jobs and fucking spreading the good word of democracy to now, countries that don't now. fucking want it. But <laughs> now, now, now. But but the, the 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 idea behind it is of sacrifice to the person that you know and that you care about that's next to you, the person that you want to take home with you, right? No? You guys not on board? Am I on my own on this I'm, one? No, I'm into in it. Dark? No, okay. I'm, I'm into I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I was just waiting for the point. Well, that, that, that was... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's kind of the point. Like, so, I, I, uh, it's a fucking marketing scam is my point. It, it, it has been perverted to that. And then it's also the virtue signaling mm-hmm. day, you know, that probably more than any of them um, because you can't really virtue signal around Christmas. Sure. Or the 4th of July or whatever. So, so you, you know, you identify it, but 
I, I don't. Uh, I used to get more worked up about this stuff. I guess. Well, maybe I'm because sounding... I just now I'm just like ah, oh, you. Okay, I see all the false shit, and um, makes me kind of sick, and so I turned it off. I, maybe I'm being a little bit, you know, anti-nationalistic just because I saw some fucking tweets from our dear leader that were disappointing to say the least. But uh, there's also this sense of like, we have these big ideas. But about, Memorial Day has nothing to do with nationalism. No, it doesn't. But it, it's and, sold as that. That's what I'm saying is it's yes. being advertised as that. And that's yeah. why I go back to, okay, what's the point of it? We're missing the point of it if we're waving flags and thinking that there's some kind of nationalistic pride in going in government building and overthrowing other government. That's essentially what we've become. Well, not we, but as a, you know, arbitrary nation. I mean, the amount of times that you can identify someone missing the point by performing the point mm. and trying to put this idea of like, trying to show everyone oh, I mean, even back to the doctors of not everyone but there are a, a number of people who want access or want to be seen as and so because they don't actually they haven't experienced it as much they they tend to overinflate or try and perform something and in that performance everything gets mutilated over-exaggerated and then as passive observers to this most comes of out, things, i have like a we the people patch right? yeah like, so we, that's we see primarily performance it's the mm -hmm. it's the reality television of everything you know <laughs> we're raised on caricatures yeah and we see them so much that we start thinking that that's normal mm. and then there's always going to be someone who is even more <laughs> and so they will start acting out even more so than what they've been raised on. And eventually there's a writer in Hollywood who is like, I can't even come up with that shit. It's a caricature of a character. It's a caricature of a character. And someone is living that life because that's all they know. And they've, you know, they're, they're living a cartoon. And that's what then gets seen as genuine. Well, I don't want to make it sound like I don't appreciate where I live because I've been to other places. And if given a choice, I would want to live here. In yeah. fact, in this very spot, because I have that privilege to be able to choose. So, so I don't want it to sound like that. But I also don't want to miss the point that criticism is really useful for certain things. And I think yeah. we've gotten away from criticism being useful, such as, man, we're really we're really quick to point out when there's an obvious facade somewhere mm -hmm. or an obvious con going on like a ponzi scheme or you know a mafiosa struggle powered thing but you can't describe those things and then appreciate the u.s government and how they work most times like it is the biggest ponzi scheme on the fucking planet mm -hmm. you're buying into a system under the idea that there's wealth in that system that is the literal definition of a ponzi scheme and that's what a taxpayer base is so without acknowledging the fact that that's pretty funny and then also the fact that you know our municipal system is essentially a mafia of gaining money to fund itself by pushing fear and fear-mongering kind of things down people's throats like when does this stuff change i guess that's what i'm 
wondering. Like, at what point are people questioning without sounding unpatriotic of being like, hey, this system is fucking broken. Like, we need term limits on governmental officials. We need a new system that actually, you know, uses the internet how it should. I still have to fucking mail in things to the government. It's 2019. We haven't updated an infrastructure or a system where we can, like, I have to mail things? The fuck is wrong with you people? One of the things that struck me was essentially infrastructure, uh, how expensive it is to do something right and how long it takes. And so if you're the, the governor who gets elected and you tear up all the roads mm -hmm. and spend all the money <laughs> to start doing them right, you're not gonna get elected again because you just pissed everyone off because their roads are messed up and sure. you spend a bunch of money. So someone else comes in with We're going to fix with, the roads. Well, Vote or, for me. I'll or fill the holes. Someone, or you actually pushed it through. You you burned bridges. You did whatever you had to do and you got it done. It's been years. It sucked the whole time. No one wants to see you anymore because you were responsible for that pain. It's Someone told me it's uh, why the, you don't get your regular vet to dock the ears of your dog. And so the idea was like you don't want to look at that person after they did the thing oh, right. that hurt you. <laughs> Or hurt something you love. But you need it done. But you need it done. Yeah. And so if you're the politician who decides you're going to get this job done, that's the end of your career. These roads are super important. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm willing. So there's a cost to doing stuff correctly. Right. But it's never <clears throat> as much as doing stuff incorrectly. Right. But in the short term, you can sell doing something incorrectly. I mean... Oh, yeah. Fitness industry. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go back to the... Don't eat breakfast. Don't well, eat I, breakfast. I was just going to say, what about the breakfast industry? <laughs> I can think they feel about the Daily Mail and how they you know, they spent their lobbying money. I, <laughs> that's impossible, Mark. No, no food company could ever influence policy or legalities. I, I wonder what the advertising spread looked like for each of those different months of, or weeks of the Daily Mail of who was... Now, there would be some interesting... <laughs> some interesting data. Well, again, we're back to the advertising thing. Yeah. Like, uh, in that most things are advertising and marketing, and they aren't based off of merit or truth. Well, you could also argue that, you know, with that, that analogy of the politician in the roads, mm -hmm. is that a marketing failure by the politician trying to sell doing it right the first time. Mm. Oh, no, it's not interesting to anyone. <laughs> well, it's it not. Right. It, it, it isn't. Yeah, it's not. Doing it right the first time because it just doesn't, then it doesn't take long enough. <laughs> well, and, if and somebody if you, came and, in. And obviously, if, yeah. if, if something's important, like it takes a long time. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to give up one thing to get the next, right. I think is, is the, the bigger, especially as an entity or public. That's why it's so hard to, make actual changes because there's always one group that thinks that and this is essentially why That's i guess why founding fathers would say that the majority was wrong it has to be wrong because it's biased i was going to talk about how long it takes to lose weight <laughs> and the reason it takes a really long time is because people get to addicted to the praise of incremental weight loss <laughs> Yeah, you can do this in five weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if you have the right psychological support, you can fucking hold it. Mm -hmm. But all the compliments are going to go away once you stop, once you once the losing <laughs> is done. Yeah. And That's a good point. So let's just drag this shit out. Or just... Post more. 
stop and start so you can lose those same three pounds every three months. Yeah. No one notices the loss of three <laughs> from <Fine>. 300. <laughs> Fair. I mean, pretty tough. That's like, a, that's like just you change your shoes. Got down to 297. <laughs> you can get most of the praise by just telling people you're on a diet. That's even easier. It is. Yeah, I'm taking baby aspirin. I'm watching my sugar intake. I feel great. Proud of you. <laughs> See, nailed it. That's so hard. Proud I'm of so... You. Yeah, it's really hard. It's There's really actually hard. no stronger statement than I'm proud of you. <laughs> there really isn't. Uh, no, so there is. Of... Oh, yeah, what is it? Um, repost. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right. And that's our podcast at 44 minutes. <laughs> if somebody Another... reposts my weight loss, yeah. I fucking win. <laughs> that, which is why I tag God, all those. See, which is why like going from 300 to 297 is just not a thing. No. No one's no. going to repost that. No. Dude, that's the next no. one. Incremental marketing. We'll just see at what point. So let's start a weight loss challenge thing. We'll just use one person and we'll just post a before and after. Mm -hmm. 301 pounds. Week two. 300 and 3.5 <laughs> 300.5 and he used these things and we'll the, put raise magazine you can buy refuge book yeah. dissect podcast he used all these to lose that massive amount of weight in one week and then the next week it'll just be like two more pounds and we'll do it for a fucking as long as it takes until people go we'll just see that's I, amazing my guess it would be the 50 pound mark people would go fuck I want to do that but no one would look at it one pound and be like, you lost a pound. If you lose two pounds a week in like a year, you would be fucking a third the person. Let's do this. Like <laughs> if people could see it from the get go. If they just extrapolated the math after three weeks, they'd be like, this seems sustainable. This guy, he's smiling all the time. He doesn't look miserable. Yeah. And we'll, for some reason, have he's to find a newspaper, getting... which I don't think exists, because don't they hold those newspapers up? For... I, I was just thinking that, you know, not only is think he kidnapping. losing weight, but he's getting tanner and less hairy as he goes. It's super weird. So, well, the body hair is going away, but the chin hair is getting longer. Yeah. When you go Sorry, away bro. from diabetes, you lose body hair, I hear. <laughs> oh, no, that's your limb when you go towards diabetes yeah I you lose a, which way a digit first and then then can be a limb a toe if yeah if you're super committed <laughs> to maintaining your lifestyle is that a commitment <laughs> is currency yeah exactly commitment is the currency you use to buy the loss of your digits just a funny like <laughs> i'm committed to what's the name of some like i guess mountain dew yeah, <laughs> totally. How, how different the same action might look, and with the word commitment attached to it. Like you show a, a diabetes patient commitment, and it shows like a toe missing. Yeah. And then you show like commitment. It's a slugged out yak as a guy with a finger missing, and you're yeah. like two totally different worlds. Same yeah. thing. Same thing. The... Except one guy cut his digit off himself, <laughs> and the other hired it out. I mean, outsourcing after it got stinky because he was into philanthropy. Hired a doctor. The Nike commercials about uh, stand for something even if it means you lose everything. Oh. You saw those, right? I think so. Uh, Kaepernick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then all the other ones people made. I didn't see the other ones. That people <laughs> oh, made. my God. It was, it Just, was savage. Oh, no. It was okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Savage. Okay, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures can change words. Yeah, because there was like a Nazi one, wasn't there? There was a lot. Oh, shit. Uh, which... It, 
to a marketing standpoint, they nailed it perfectly. Yeah. They they <clears throat> became mimetic, and that's what yeah. it takes to actually make a billion dollars. Yeah. You need people to talk shit, praise, and replicate your message and repeat your message without you doing anything. Yeah. They did all of the marketing for them. Yeah. They they basically hired for free millions of people. It's called crowdsourcing. Crowdsourcing. <laughs> yes. There we go. That is, Crowdsource marketing. That is fucking yeah. crazy. Get them to play your trumpet. <laughs> Or blow your horn or whatever it is. I don't know exactly. Wave your flag. <laughs> Just... <laughs> that is pretty. It's sad it's, too. It's yes. Because of how easy we follow. Like that, I think that's why I'm always disappointed is because not only people in general, because I fall for the same shit. Yeah. I was looking at Mark was talking about a jacket that he bought the other day. Which is frivolous fun. expenditure. Yeah, he was like, it's frivolous, but look at this jacket. And it's really fucking nice. And it was like, it, to me, I was like, man, it's awesome. It's a good person. It, it literally is. Do you want to describe it? Because it's a cool. No, don't. Because then other people buy the jacket. Exactly. And it's cool. and nearly as cool. <laughs> it's a cool fucking jacket for sure. And I was like, that's what he thinks is frivolous. That's like really useful. And I kind of like looked at my, you know, <laughs> Amazon account. At the orbs right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I Which got probably this. costs as much as the jacket. <laughs> I got this. But they're fucking cool. Every time someone comes in the podcast studio, the penta orb, you know, thing gets demonstrated. It's a talking point. I'm not proud it, of it, but I kind of am. <laughs> no, there's this. Okay, let's check out what's in your uh, I, Amazon account, you know, on hold. This could be the most. The trigger on this could yet. be the most embarrassing thing that I've ever added into a cart. It's a do it yourself kit for a hurdy gurdy. I know you don't know what <laughs> I a don't know what a hurdy gurdy is. is. A hurdy gurdy is a mixture between a violin and a bagpipe. And it makes this really like it's a mechanical. You turn this thing and it spins on these wires and it makes like a. You're going to join a carnival or something? Is I that... don't know what I was going to do, but I was feeling really medieval. <laughs> so I, honestly, the I was only... just like trying to tr go back in time and I was thinking, oh, it was galloping Gertie. Oh, which was that bridge near find, where you live? Yes, <laughs> yes. not a hurdy gurdy. It was a fucking it's the bridge. galloping gurdy. <laughs> nice. Let me see if I can. So here's taking it back to the. Here's what one sounds like, just because it's fucking ridiculous. The '70s science class. Let me see. All right, you ready? Exactly. Here's what it sounds like. That's metal as fuck. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I'd be okay with you playing that. Well, no, I'm playing it, it well. It yeah, wasn't, but like the first yeah. five, five years, it's gonna be like, so, oh my god! Dude, I didn't want it because I wanted to play it. Actually, it's because it's a puzzle. Like you put it together, right. and it's like a puzzle piece that you put together. And I, he was talking about his frivolous purchase of the jacket, and I'm like, I am such a fucking sucker for Instagram advertising. <laughs> or like they know me so well that they like they know I'll skip past all the obvious shit. Right. But then I pause. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Nailed me. Yep. Because they got my curiosity mm -hmm. of, I don't know what that thing is. I want to see what it is. And then, I, oh, it's only $100? <laughs> I don't think about $100 purchases. Ah, shit. I had to stop and take a minute. <laughs> but it's still in the... Uh... It's still in the cart. Yeah. Because I got an email that said I abandoned my cart. And I'm like, motherfucker. Now I remember. I couldn't even remember the name, so I couldn't look it up. And then when I got the email, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a hurdy-gurdy. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I am so fucking stupid sometimes. I, I get that business stuff once in a while about uh, <laughs> they'll, they're, they're services that will remind people that they put stuff in your cart. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like abandoned cart services. Yeah, yeah, their whole thing. They offer it to us. We talked about would that right. be useful to use it? And you're like, man, if somebody doesn't want to buy our shit, no, I don't want to remind them to buy our yeah, shit. But I do want to send them like, ha ha ha, you couldn't get the password. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be the ultimate marketing email. And they'd just be like, fuck, I'm gonna fucking prove those things wrong. <laughs> and then like try super hard. Rage purchase. To, exactly. Rage purchase. I'll show you. <laughs> That was Lamberto got like almost hung himself up on the all these cables. We could we could have a totally wireless podcast studio, but that wouldn't nearly be as much fun. <laughs> He's still confused. Like I didn't do anything wrong. No. Your wires were clearly in the way of my neck and, and my nap. <laughs> I was just trying to put my head down. Yeah. Uh, the abandoned car. Yeah. You could do that in clever ways. This is kind of, in some points, Probably. I wish I was a really good web designer. Um, if I knew web design at all, actually, I'll, I'll finish this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because I would like to build, you know, people talk about click funnels and how they work and like how to mass market to people. I would legitimately do the opposite. Like how to fuck with people. If they look at your stuff, how to make them feel really weird about looking at your stuff. Like have pop-up windows that are like... With clowns? Yeah, yeah, stu weird stuff. Or like when they leave, follow them around with advertisings for not your stuff. I don't know how I would do it yet, but I would think about ways that would really piss people off. <laughs> they try and buy your stuff and you crash their computer. Do you know... You, remember so look, cool. you guys remember looking at porn in the early 2000s? <laughs> it would be like that. Like just pop, window after window pop up. You're like, what the fuck, man? Like, oh, yeah, I can't get away? Yeah. Yeah. I can't close. I, I, I can't close enough yeah, windows fast enough. I have to power down to my computer to get out of this site. <laughs> sort of mid '90s more than I say early 2000s when it really hit because you had to have enough speed for it to happen. That's like true. in the mid '90s, so that would like, be like an Internet Explorer. Yeah, if there 3? was ever a Netscape, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Netscape, AOL, AOL browser. They nailed it, by the way. AOL. AOL. Yeah. By selling themselves to Time Warner, you mean? Or No, I mean, they sold <laughs> something they, that they... didn't exist. Like all of those companies. Oh, I thought that was MySpace. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's, who bought that? Um, Justin Timberlake bought MySpace. Really? Yeah. I think. And now he might have sold it because, whoops. <laughs> um, no, the, Do you think he took a bath? <laughs> probably a couple million dollar bath um the the netscape thing is funny because that's how they actually describe uh what banks are trying to do with decentralized currency right now like cryptocurrency stuff they're trying to label it like hey come use our cryptocurrency through bank of america or whatever um are not is, no, or, yeah. no, they're just going to call it cryptic currency. Cryptic. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. people are so, so stupid they won't know the difference. Well, because that was the internet, like, right? That's why they call it the internet of money because it's so similar. And Netscape and all these companies, they wrangled, like, come use our internet. But it was just the fucking internet. And you were paying for nothing. And they made millions of dollars off of nothing. They did nothing except, I, I mean, they have high overhead because how many CDs did they give out? <laughs> and, all the least... and all the cardboard packaging that went with it. I think there's somebody that might have collected those. There's a hoarder somewhere that has every AOL CD ever sent to you. And that person could start the inter you know, their own internet. <laughs> 
Because I heard if you get enough of those CDs all in one place it is at one the time. Internet. Yeah. Anyway, rant over. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, we lost Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, he just he just ate that food so fast oh, to yeah. try and stop making noise that he just went into kind of like a food coma. I think yeah, that of. quinoa just fucking yeah. took him down. So heavy, so full of protein, so full ancient grain. <laughs> the Ma- <laughs> is that the, the Mayans? Is that the Mayan food? Yeah, I don't know. Or was it Inca? It just looked good. Incas, yeah, it was the Incas. It looked good on the food bar. Well, it didn't work out so well for them when the. Um, when the chicken pox came, was it? It wasn't chicken pox. I think it was a sword. I think it was a sword. I was gonna say, I think it was like right before. It was the same folks that had that Inquisition thing. Because <laughs> doesn't it go the the disease the spread Spanish more into the? Isn't it the disease spread more into the Europeans than it did into the the Americas? I don't know who got that sicker. Yeah, I think just a lot of people. I think when they ran the numbers, it was... It, it was all those anti-vaxxers back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if all, We're anti-whatever we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talked all that shit on uh, defending Tim Noakes. Yeah. Right? And, and I stand by it, so I'm not taking it away. But he just retweeted a um, climate change is a conspiracy thing and i was like ah fuck come on just everyone's looking at me i'm gonna retweet the most fucked up shit i can right now because i can that, like they're all like sympathetic because the whole facebook thing and then you know all that stuff i lost my 1.8 million folks you know from my group and they Shut me down. No platform, deplatform, whatever. Hmm. <laughs> Watch this, fuckers. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would that, be amazing, <laughs> would it not? It really would. I use my my platform for evil. <laughs> All of a sudden, I mean, you just you just you did it to me. I wonder if how like at... you took my thing away, like I was doing good. I, I mean, if I could just slowly start going. Now it's too late because I'm about to say it over a podcast. But if I just slowly started like putting little like conspiracy theory like i'll post good articles but then i'll go down like are vaccines really that good for you like no but just, that's an obvious one you need something even more you know surreptitious like the 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 link between the nike waffle soul and fascism <laughs> oh you know or something like that yeah. or or this picture proves that the earth is flat like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually colder than you think <laughs> do you think um do the the flat earthers what is their opinion on climate change because i mean how do they talk about it not being a thing without showing a picture of the earth being round because <laughs> well, there's always there's always thermometer the, memes and shit like that <laughs> I know, almost all the articles I was that come up today. about was... climate change, whether you're for or against it, have a picture of the, the earth, earth as a sphere. <laughs> if you're a flat earther, you're like, I can't have an opinion on that because I can't repost any of those pictures yeah. that disprove my other crazy fucking belief. I can't disprove that one. <laughs> I mean, I guess... photo- could they Photoshop it and make it like flat somehow? I'm sure that they can, yeah. Because then you get two in one. And, well, for sure. And then you could prove that it would be hotter in the place where you don't live than where you live, which is the blessed place and the place of fine opinions and <laughs> beliefs. And 
such. And by calling it flat earth, have they never walked up a hill? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I do aren't a lot of them in the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so true. Okay, that'll be the end of our podcast at 59 minutes this time. (laughs) Yeah, we got a lot of stopping points, like really good ones. We've covered literally everything, but also nothing at the same time. Absolutely. So we should talk about fitness. (laughs) (laughs) Just round this thing out. Just just round it because, okay, so let's talk about... um, Let's talk about intervals. High-intensity interval training. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, H-I-I-T, hit training. Hit. hit. Whoa, ow! <laughs> <laughs> hit me training. That'd be like the pound... Sound. Fuck. Okay, can't go there. That's hit. <laughs> interval training says pound me too. too yeah, <laughs> something like... Anyway, oh, so for time, yeah. I guess... Uh, <laughs> But we were, we were having a discussion about intervals today yeah, earlier, and fitness. Yeah. Yeah. And we just do it not on the podcast usually. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where all the fitness shit gets talked about. It's like, why would we broadcast the secrets? <laughs> well, yeah, we I don't mean, because, have our click funnel up yet. So yeah, we, so, as soon as, so we just need to keep all that stuff to ourselves. But what I do want to talk about today <laughs> is about the amazing program that turned interval training upside down. No, I don't want to talk about that one because you can find out everything you know or need to know about that um, probably about 2.09 a.m. on some infomercial if you stay up that late. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> but we're, I was just thinking about like, okay, if people misunderstand the concept of progressing the interval training, mm-hmm. like if you can't figure it out, like, okay, what, what variable do I manipulate first? Like I'm super biased, like I'm into hard work because hard work is, is like makes me morally better than others who are not into hard work. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to focus on the work and that's what I'm going to do more of. Like more work, less rest. Because because when you rest, that means you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes somebody who's a sloth and lazy and no, shit. No, I wake so, up at 4.42 a.m. every morning to do intervals. Really? And I don't do, I, I call it interval training, but it, I skip the rest. So I just go straight through. So it's like, Oh man, 4:42 a.m. for me. I wake up and uh, well, no, I'm already no up. Way, I'm you're still, going to bed. I'm still, still maybe. Up. I'm, yeah. And that's when I take my last run to the toilet <laughs> before I go to sleep. Okay. Yeah, so that's what happens 4:42. Is that when it was? Solid anyway. side note from somebody who made this point and I thought it was a valid <laughs> point. Why is getting up early considered um, you know, not lazy? Um, but sleeping in is lazy. But then going to bed early is considered not lazy, but staying up late is considered, I don't know. I've made that response several times. Yeah. We're still just talking about going to fucking sleep. Yeah. For a Which certain none amount of us of, do enough of. For, yeah, for a certain so, amount of time. Whether, so where, why would you wake up at 4.42 a.m. when you could you know, get up at 5.30 and get an extra hour and be yeah. sharper for, or and not quite an hour, but anyway. Yeah. So instead of going to bed early, I just sleep in late. I just do the inversion of it. See, that's like turning intervals upside down. Yeah. Go to bed late because I yeah. stay up and I work so hard. <laughs> yeah. And then I sleep in. Nothing Christian happens after dark. Nothing Christian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. 62 minutes into the podcast, we have another stopping point. I mean, for so being the most. Sun goes down, the pagans come out. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's not. And so that's why. (laughs) Christian happens. Uh, 
That's why you got to get up early. You can tell you're from the Med- Midwest too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. So back to fitness. Yeah, intervals. Uh, uh, the emph- so just think about how our the 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 influence of morality on our point of view about exercise <laughs> makes us misuse the means. <laughs> like you'll have, to, you'll have to explain a little bit. You lost okay. me a little bit. Oh, okay. I know exactly. I'm with you. So I'm the only one who's yeah. lost. Well, then <laughs> for the people, my group thing, I'll just pretend that I know, and you'll continue. <laughs> okay, so no. for the cheap seats, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which these seats were actually they're yeah. pretty nice. They're not. <laughs> I, I mocked them at first, and they were not so cheap, but they are. You know, they're on sale. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. So. We believe so. If if the moral thing is that like rest is lazy and work is great, mm-hmm. work is like oh right, moral right, yeah. and you uh-huh. know so so then when we, we we start using the interval training and we want to and we've adapted mm-hmm. like we set up our interval and it's like four by four minutes or whatever with mm-hmm. two minutes rest in between. Sound about right, Joe? I think Some that's the like mad that. the magic interval. I think that's the one that gets you it's fucking magic. no prime numbers. Well, two, but two. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, so they set up the interval structure. It doesn't matter what, it, whatever it is. Generally, most people are going to start on. with like one to one. You just said that it doesn't matter. I yeah, but that's for <laughs> that's for later. Okay, like just you know when we start talking about morality and religion, oh, right. um, we'll we'll discuss that. But so we're. Th- <laughs> But that's what we are discussing. I'm trying to draw a really, really loose, thin parallel here, man. I like it. So so work is great. Rest is lazy. Mm -hmm. You're a sloth. You're a piece of shit when you rest Mm -hmm. and you sleep too much. You sleep in, you know, so... uh, so then when it start when you start manipulating the intervals, you just think like, okay, well, I'm going to do more work and less rest, and that's going to make me a better person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, well, better athlete, but slash, morally slash superior. Mor- well, but you'd also think that, you know, like, if you're if you're believing more in the work than in the lazy, slothful rest, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus Christ. Um, well, he rested for a while, <laughs> <laughs> three days. Yeah. So apparently, son but, of a bitch missed his alarm. <laughs> exactly. Can, I can say son of a bitch because. <laughs> won't go there that's sacrilege because no parents or well, what are we saying no he had he had a he, had a, a, he was the son of a bitch. single parent <laughs> yeah. okay um man we just had to cut some some mockery of this kind out of a recent podcast <laughs> it went way too deep no 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 it was super shallow in my opinion oh but, i mean but it was just yeah. being it was it was it was kind it was respectful <laughs> <laughs> It's not how I would describe it. I'll <laughs> teach their own. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so moral superiority, and that's what I'm talking about: is that the, the interval, the superiority of this interval structure, where the rest, the laziness, is double the length of the work periods. <laughs> I, I I like. I'm just this, trying to get Joe no, to I chime like, in here because I like this suspiciously game. fucking silent. He's just over. He's got the headphone. Do, can you hear any of us? Huh. Um, so so because of this this moral idea that work is better and and, and rest is is less good um then the changes in the interval structure in order to progress them once adaptation has occurred is always based on what is considered to be the morally greater thing which is Mm -hmm. the work rather than looking at i mean and obviously if you were going to reduce the amount of rest that would that might also be a moral sort of 
declaration of saying like, well, I'm, yeah, four minutes of work followed by four minutes of rest. That is a bit excessive, right? I'm mm-hmm. kind of lazy there. So I should cut my rest interval down to like three minutes. And then if I could do that and adapt to that, then I can t- cut it down to two minutes eventually. And then pretty soon I just get one gigantic block of work without having to rest. And then I am morally and athletically even more superior yeah. then I because I don't need to either. rest. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm going to bite. Okay. Because it Lay is it on a me. Thinly, <laughs> thinly veiled attack upon. <laughs> I always like these. everything that we know and love. <laughs> well, let's, let's go to that. So uh, maybe that is why, because I see it, uh, you're explaining as a fitness, but I could, uh, you know, convolute it into how people see business success as well. So I don't know if you can actually, convolute. you can say convolute as yeah. a verb, I believe. I'll have to check it later. I'm, I'm verbizing it, yeah. which is also yeah, turn into a verb, which is which is actually a great, you know, one of the one of the finest attributes of the English language. You can turn anything into a verb. What you can't do is turn verbs into nouns appropriately, right? That's the that's yeah. the faux pas. Uh, I, yeah, okay. fuck. That was immediately came to mind for me. <laughs> a fuck. Give a, a fuck. Um, yeah, no. so, <laughs> so it's like the the, the most versatile word that really is it really yeah yeah Yeah, you got all sorts of uh, it can go anywhere it literally can almost become anything but a particle is that right so anyway am i wrong participle particle participle what's a fucking participle (laughs) well i don't know but i don't know how a word can become a particle (laughs) (laughs) For, for a form of speech you can't I, I make... missed that episode of Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> Apparently, School I did too. School of Rock, School of Cock. That's the one I saw. <laughs> okay, that's that's the one I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually that's the one I was trying to watch with Netscape, and then all these things kept like popping up all over the place, and I couldn't even like see the one behind all of the pop up windows <laughs> that I was trying to see. So I, th- we've talked it was gigantic, about this. by the way. We've literally talked about this before. I think somewhere. I'm not going to remember correctly, but. People think that business success is like a, a a perfect example of work plus time is equal to, right? Like success. Oh, you mean grind? Right? Hashtag grind. grind. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I think people think the same thing and the same caricatures that come out of like business success who need a little bit of physical success. I lost weight or I did this or I grind hustle, hashtag whatever. They do the same thing. And I see this. You know, hustle your ass around a 400-meter track a few times. Yeah, and yeah. the only thing that I can, you know, um, garner from... That'd be an outdoor track, not indoor. <laughs> um, not garden, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing I can garner from it is that um, that's a stale... Like, both of those things are equal to a stalemate, which is not morally superior to anything. It can't wait, be. Wait, wait. You see now. No, I, like I, I could pretend that I understood yeah, okay. and not ask. So what? <laughs> there is no progress in constant work, right? The only reason work gets greater means is because of the rest. Just like 
and and yeah in the business success thing it's the same thing well you need to go on vacation every now and then <laughs> in order to be successful in order <laughs> actually sure. no in order to appear successful yes you need to go on vacation and post only about that but even just the work day the work interval in a day like how people work throughout the day if you sit on something and just work nonstop for eight hours that's the most unproductive eight hours you've probably so you need a few had. cigarette breaks in there <laughs> and some cocaine <laughs> in order to make it possible or Adderall, whatever you want to use. Um, or surf to your social media. Right. But the moral superiority comes from the idea that you've attained, you've, you've arrived. Yeah. And this is moral superiority with everything. The arrival. That's why Christians think that they're better than others because they're going to arrive at a destination that they won't. And this is fitness arrival. I have arrived to the point where, where did, I don't where need are rest. Where are they going? Uh, it depends on what kind of Christian. Uh, there's a rapture for some of them. There's like a heavenly gate place. But so so if the rapture, you get sucked up out of your motor vehicle on the freeway, <laughs> you know, for example. I'm not a bumper sure. Sticker. So the, do you, like, do you, where do you go? Well, that's an... I can't answer. I mean, I couldn't answer that for myself when they were telling me that, so I couldn't answer it now. <laughs> um, so when you went around knocking on doors, did you tell people about that? No, I was more or less. Wait, you went around and knocked on doors and told people? Yeah, I was a Jehovah's Witness Who? when I was like 11. So I'd knock on doors because kids sell the shit out of things, especially religion. <laughs> yeah. So look, I got two things I'm trying to sell today. I got uh, salvation and I got some Thin Mints. <laughs> what are you after? I recommend the Thin Mints. I go for the Thin Mints personally. Sure. Yeah. Guaranteed satisfaction where the other is like a crapshoot. So uh, there, wherever somebody comes to the idea of good, it's in an arrival of a place. And this comes back to, you know, most teachings that are philosophically rooted to say there's no existence of good or bad, which removes... Any idea of moral But if I just had a six-pack. Abs. <laughs> That's Thank a rival. Yeah. <laughs> Everything would be better. That would be salvation. It could. Well, so... I mean, I'm guessing that's what must come with it because it's what most men are seeking. For sure. So there must be some implication that a six-pack mm. equals... Rapture, salvation, getting laid. Yeah, it's, it's definitely for that. Uh, salvation, one. salvation. I said it. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> or rapture, depending. Rapture. That's what they were talking about the whole time. It wasn't some. It was just literally about getting laid, and it, I, it would make much more sense in that context. Yeah. Like if you just said, "Hey, here's the Ten Commandments." Well, the there's checks the at the end. Yeah. And you'd be like, "Okay, I'll do it." Like, I'll do it. Yeah. No sloth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not lazy. <laughs> I, I don't know. that That's where I took your ridiculous statement into trying to turn it into something more ridiculous. Well, I believe you succeeded. All right. <laughs> this should be the podcast from now on. Taking thinly veiled concepts and always relating it back to thinly veiled ideas of, of fitness. Fitness, yeah. salvation, yeah. superiority. <laughs> like because obviously and that's and there's a whole thing there too it's like i got the six-pack the fat guy doesn't right yeah. i get the reward the rapture that guy won't right so i'm i'm just i've just demonstrated my superiority well you can say that because you have six-pack privilege well i was <laughs> i i <laughs> 
<laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking for five or seven, but, you know, they tend to come in pairs, <laughs> unfortunately. Unless you're mutated or yeah. something is really weird. Yeah, and so then the only prime number, you know, amount of abs you can have is two. Or one. And there's some guys working on one, like one big distended the one. Mono. Yeah. yeah. The mono. Like, yeah, you know, my, my ab is inside behind all of this. Six packs behind Push, the keg. It's just pushing it out. <laughs> a keg, not a six pack. <laughs> there is that. I don't know. Berkey, save us. Uh, Me and Mark it's... destroyed any resemblance of having a successful podcast. This, come this... on, come on! You know what? Exactly what's going to fucking happen? We're going to go, man. That was shit. We should just like burn erase it. that and burn it and not do anything. <laughs> and be like, oh my god, it's the most greatest thing you guys were equating like morality with morality. <laughs> I or... I, I, to be honest, it is it is something that most people have never considered because they I think they think like what you loosely described was. If I ever get to this, I'll be superior morally to my previous self. And I think getting rid of that frees you. Not only then you can actually accomplish what you want, but you remove any uh, destination problems about the arrival of what you want. Exactly. But it's also, I think, the, the other piece of that is is if you could get rid of, you know, oh, if I do this work, then I'm going to be better than. I mean, if, if you can get rid of that, then you... Get rid of the comparison, mm-hmm. and then, and generally, what's going to make you really, really miserable? So <laughs> is realizing that you, you know, you don't have what that influencer has, or you know, you you don't have all the stuff that they tell you you need. Need. I mean, slash, it has. Want, it's slash. escalated. Like I, and I say this as somebody who wouldn't know the difference, but when I hear the difference from like the get off my lawn kind of people i heard like, that last night actually <laughs> where you want somebody's lawn no i was in the i was in the parking lot of my here no well so, <laughs> <laughs> well, so joe was on his front porch out there there's this idea that like when i was growing up it was like oh video games are going to do x and they're they're ruining a genera- generation and then that generation will never understand the value of reading books and before us Picking. it was tv or yeah. whatever and then before them it was books and then before them it was like I don't breaking rocks. Yeah, something. Just, There's always some distracting thing that's like on the cusp or the horizon of ruining our culture. And now we say that it's Instagram, and I bitch about Instagram enough to sound to stop and be like, "Fuck, is this just another like young kids aren't going to live up to the ideal of my generation problem?" And we're obviously just going to adapt and then do whatever. Because I mean. We're all in agreement. The baby boomers are the worst generation, right? <laughs> like, f- hands fucking down. The worst generation. I, I, am I one? No, you're Generation X. For sure. <laughs> Let, that was a great band, but... <laughs> That's... Yeah, t- yeah. You're not a ba- baby boomer. You, your parents would have to have you, ju- uh, like, within, I think, a five-year period of the end of World War II. I don't know the exact, but it's somewhere around there. That generation. Yeah, I'm not that old. No. They they yeah. fucked everybody. Let me do the math. So yeah. now that we've established yeah. that, millennials aren't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's really quiet. Yeah. Come on, man. Should we just wait in silence till Joe speaks? <laughs> and, and, and just and just I'll just keep whispering millennials. <laughs> 
<laughs> people, people make these Those two things have nothing to do with each other <laughs> other than probably two things that set Joe off pretty hard. <laughs> Are you an anti-millennial, Joe? No, I work with a lot of millennials. Well, sure. Of course. A lot but, of them are super frustrating. I think people are... Fr- I mean, yeah. if you just listen to this podcast, <laughs> we're obviously real frustrated with a lot of different generations. <laughs> I'd say the uh, snowflake millennials. Okay. They're the worst. Generation snowflake. I actually had that as a note in the, for the article that I wrote last night. It, do you know what's shocking? It might Is even be the title. That term snowflake could be so profoundly cultural paradigm shifting from a fucking book fight club that completely changed how we see a generation of people. Isn't that fucking crazy? One of the funny things that I remember seeing is someone responding to uh, baby boomers and (laughs) the response of who are you calling a snowflake? You couldn't take it when a black person uses the same drinking fountain. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who's too. the snowflake yeah. now? The snowflake. Boom. I've seen that one. There's so many good ones. Uh, All right. That's the end of our podcast. At 80 minutes today. <laughs> that, but that's the kind of shit. This, there is this old generational wisdom that we're supposed to respect, but or we're supposed to. I put that in quotes because a stupid person is a stupid person at fucking 70. It doesn't matter. Like, you're still a moron. Well, and a stupid person in 1950. <laughs> <Yes>. Like, <laughs> culturally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I think that, like, there is, <laughs> there is this, just the disappointment in, in humanity is always going to be there. Yeah. And so, there's going to be loud, stupid people all the time. And I think the hardest part with media is essentially, like, loud, stupid people are polarizing. Either they're really easy to make fun of or point their finger, point your finger at, or they fulfill a stereotype that you already believe. And so they get screen time. Yeah. So. And there's way more screens to give time now. That's true. (laughs) However, we're going to turn this whole thing upside down. Okay. I'm going to put it on his head. (laughs) Just like the interval training. Exactly. (laughs) One night a week. We're going to screen five episodes of All in the Family. (laughs) Perfect. So last week, (laughs) last week, Norman Lear, they did a live, uh, Norman Lear, Jimmy Kimmel, live episode of an All in the Family. So Woody Harrelson played Carol Connors. Whoa. No Character. Okay. And also the Jeffersons. Wow. Yeah. Like word for word. As far as I know, yeah. I actually recorded it. We didn't watch it, but like it sounded so amazing. I'm like, we're setting the DVR up for this. I'm going to watch it. Oh my God. Because that's classic television right there that you could not do now, which is unfortunate. For sure. But to have also some people willing to actually pull that satire off or (laughs) recreation, or I don't know what you would exactly call that. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Okay, so do you think we could charge money for this? Is all I want to know. <laughs> well, we were going to originally have a movie night in air. We we're going to show Mark's movie. Well, no, that would be fucking hilarious. We just oh, we, need, we, yeah. need, we for nice. sure need to get a copy. Like I've been I just call it Extremo. I just, because I always forget the name. That's exactly what it's called. Extremo. Extremo. Um, 
And uh, <laughs> I, I, I remember Jared Holford, he found a copy on Laserdisc. Which, so I know yeah. there are things out there. I actually have like a, uh, a pal tape of it. It would just have to get, you know, converted. And then I would have to be into it in order to convert it. Or I think we could make that happen. And, yeah. You know, we would get to see Mark on screen being a leading male actor doing extreme shit. When you explained the story to me, I about lost my fucking mind. I literally was like... When Jared watched it, I swear, he said it's the best ab workout I ever had. <laughs> he was laughing so He was starting hard. to tell the story, and he was pulling up the trailer, and he was telling the story in a... Um, we had just finished the last seminar, and I was a little bit out of it. And he was, and I was like, how come I've never fucking heard of this? Like, at first, I thought... I knew he was in a movie... But I always imagine he was like, oh, he's doing the action part because, you know. See, I so I saw it. I think that was the night of the Vanapalooza 1 <laughs> before we went out and yeah. did Vanapalooza. And you pull, and I saw the trailer. And it was amazing. Oh, it is absolutely amazing. When I saw I was like jaw-dropped. I've never been so excited to see a movie in my entire life. But the fun, So it would only make sense if we got the two pilots for it that oh. we shot the you know yeah, two previous yeah. years plus the behind the scenes um video that I directed and shot for the second of the pilots oh man which is and, and I, I I there I may have tapes of all that stuff at home I don't know but um you know there's a box of VHS tapes he says he doesn't know but it's for sure written on like a legal tab where it's organized what box it's in the yeah. date that it was recorded yeah. no the kind of I tape only, he sealed it. I only do that for shit that oh. I think matters alright yeah and then otherwise there's just boxes of stuff so I have a storage <laughs> unit you know. I, uh, honestly a real a real we, we could treat it like a second premiere yeah everyone dress up nice <laughs> or wear your like neon yellow ski suit yeah. just from the early 90s in Europe <laughs> like North Face extreme yeah. like super high zip like three quarter Nevica or nice. Mellow or Think Pink or you know any of those Varnish now do not do not go there Joe Holmes do not I was on the internet the other day searching for a particular pair of Varnays. <laughs> well, why would you not? Exactly. <laughs> Did you check eBay? <laughs> if it's been on Laserdisc, it's probably on eBay. Oh, you're talking about the tape. Yeah. Or, yeah. The, the or movie. whatever. The fucking, that's, that's, that's possible. Yeah. What's it called yeah. again? An extremo. <laughs> you don't want other people finding Fuck it. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like that's like right. How do you, all I could, it, when he says that, I just think of the movie Orgasmo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, how do you say extremo in French? Well, the only reason I call it uh, extremo. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, that, that's French Canadian right there. <laughs> Sounding a little bit froggy. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I, I would mind organizing a movie night for this. That would if, be great. if we could, if we can do that. Mm -hmm. um, we out. should because it would be <laughs> fucking it'd, it'd be, I will definitely find a one piece neon ski suit so Damn. so we get if people, like a pop collar. okay so it's gonna be a Halloween thing yeah you show up in the appropriate costume you get in for free otherwise nice 
It's a hundred dollars at the door. Yeah. It's a hundred. I was going to say fifty, but I no, like 100. I like your style. So it's a hundred dollars at the door because this is one time only. This copy is being burned at the end of this. Oh man! In the burn barrel where you burn the t-shirts that in a bridge or something. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have like a bridge replica. We're gonna have some t-shirts that don't matter, standards <laughs> that don't mean anything, shit like that. I, I'm, I'm gonna burn all that stuff. Standards that don't. My one question. Coming not to bring this back because I, I don't I think we moved on to some random shit, but on the bridge burning thing I had a thought about it because I was accused of being a, a bridge burner, which I totally agree to. If somebody wants to end a relationship and not have anything to do with that person, they burn it. The only person that will accuse them of burning it is the person that still wants access in the relationship to still happen, because that person gets an advantage. But if person burns it, they never got an advantage, likely. And don't see an advantage in the future. Correct? Good with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm okay with it. And this this is in a conversation I had kind of about bridges can be rebuilt once they're useful. But I don't want to fucking build a bridge to a dumpster fire. Like, or maybe I just let it burn the bridge down. But the point is that. <laughs> like, we're going to build the bridge to the fire and then watch the bridge burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. While we make popcorn. I've done that before. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of people like, Especially this is said about. I you know, knew why I like <laughs> it. I said, like, don't burn bridges. Like, you're supposed to keep all these connections, but those connections are not worth it most of the time. Yeah, a bridge they're can not be worth parasitic. It, yeah, for sure. And people don't talk about, like, the likelihood that you make all these connections and how many of them are actually useless to you. And then you have to maintain them or keep or something. Cause you don't want someone to feel bad. Yeah. But what's wrong with that? Making somebody feel bad if they're, well, useless. you're not making them, you're not the one making them feel anything. You're just no. doing what you do and then they react how they react. And yeah. And it, but then it's your fault. Cause well, and to be know. fair, I don't really go out of my way to end things. I usually just like people take care of themselves. Goodbye. Yeah. They, remove themselves from a situation in most cases i mean we you make it uncomfortable enough they generally bail yeah do you know how to make something really uncomfortable be truthful about somebody's character that's real uncomfortable <laughs> what <laughs> you know is that all it takes most times i think that sounds like it would be really hard to do <laughs> i don't know hey rant over <laughs> that was my one thing all right we got uh we got 40 seconds Oh, shit. Joe. <laughs> was just like, Joe. <laughs> Joe, you've been so quiet this whole time. Just closes out. And literally, I, I mean, your voice is carrying us through this. Be our guiding light. I kind of doubt that. Okay. That, that's good guidance. <laughs> I got nothing. No profundity. No. I really got nothing. I think I used it all up today. <laughs> On Mitch McConnell. <laughs> On Mitch McConnell. <laughs> And becoming number one and number two. Oh, man. He got number one and number two the same day. Nice. Yeah. The French in Mark came out. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Okay. And yeah. that that's it. 90 minutes. <laughs> Dead on. And You've I think learned that's nothing. A, yeah. I mean, the last 45 were basically pointless. So that's a bonus for you people. So the first 45 were good is what you're saying? No, they were pointless too. But, okay. <laughs> but it takes 45 minutes to realize that we were talking about fucking absolutely nothing. And then if you wasted another 45, that's your fault. Okay. Yeah. Actually, so the, the gold for sure is up front <laughs> with the Daily Mail headline reading. Okay. For yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Because it illustrates everything. It illustrates the reason that, you know, I refuse to talk to most of those fitness magazines. Yeah. 
during that time when they desperately wanted to, you know, get the secret. I'm like, you're only going to contradict the secret <laughs> two you know, weeks next later, time, yeah. two weeks later, or however often your fucking magazine comes out. How how hard do you think it'd be um, if we did decide to start doing interviews in these magazines mm-hmm. again to give them completely fucking wrong information? Like... Mark Twight, Trainer to the Stars, says that a kale enema is the way to go if you want to lose 25 pounds in three hours. No, no, I think that... I think that kale and coffee, and it only works if you've got a specific pre-existing condition, <laughs> as in you're full of shit. <laughs> I think that 25 you 25 pounds of shit. But you don't mention that part. Later, oh. when people are like, I tried it, it didn't work, you're like, well, then you weren't full of shit. But you were stupid enough to try it. <laughs> How'd that go? You guys could each pictures or give like contradicting information. Like someone, you know, yeah, like how did, says how this, did, and then Mark did, Toy says, and it's the exact opposite. How did Henry Cavill's biceps get so big? And I was like, well, we did freeway overpass hangs till failure. Well, and then the calf raises. <laughs> Just like, but they only work in yeah. conjunction. Jason looked really athletic. Well, we got on the freeway and I made him play Frogger with cars. Yeah. Like, how Super many? Super motivating. <laughs> yeah, you run real fast. Yeah. Extreme. It's extremo. It's extremo. <laughs> it's extremo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We are out. Out. <laughs> I'm not even going to say thank you. <laughs>